0: Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today I have a special guest and good friend on the show with me today, Louise, where we're going to be talking about self-confidence, mindset, mental health, and much, much more. So welcome to the show. Louise.
1: Thank you so much Johnny from across the pond. You and I have been waiting a long time to have this conversation so I am very excited to be here and honored to have this conversation with you today.
0: Well it's going to be a very exciting conversation today and I know you've got a lot of value and I've learned a lot from you and I know a lot of other people have learned a lot from you and you've got a great story to inspire other people so that's why I reached out and We're going to dive into the conversation in a moment. So just a quick introduction to Louise before we dive in. So Louise is a life coach and a speaker who, after working through a long corporate career, now has a strong drive and focus on helping people with mental health. So awesome thing to be focusing on, Louise, with such a challenge in today's world um, and mental health being a challenge. And obviously I know you do uh, various, various things, but can you tell us a little bit more about you that I might not have mentioned and perhaps what got you into this focus?
1: Absolutely, thank you so much. Gosh, well, it's it's interesting. We won't start at the beginning because I know we don't have enough time for that today. Uh, so I would say that several years ago when I was kind of at the peak of my corporate career working as a global director of sales for Hilton Hotels, you know, from the outside, it looked like I had it all, right? I had a gorgeous daughter, great career. I was traveling the world every other week. And things looked fabulous, right? And when you peeled back the curtain, I was somebody who felt lost, scared, broken, alone, hopeless. And mental health is always something that I have struggled with uh, from my very early teen years. But this time it was a little bit different. And I ultimately went on my own personal development quest. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't have a goal. I didn't know where things were going. But again, I knew I had those feelings of just hopelessness and feeling lost. And through that journey, I discovered so much about myself, so much about my past, was able to reconcile a lot of trauma, a lot of shame, And I discovered my sobriety. So I have a 20-year drinking career, drugs career, daily debauchery, I call it. And I was able to discover my own sobriety. Ultimately, this this path and this personal development journey that I was on led me to, to really trying to implement that in the corporate space that I was working in. And when I had some small success doing that, it was just abundantly clear to me that this was something that I needed to completely pivot and shift, as so many of us did during the pandemic. And so with the blessing and support of my leaders and my mentors and so many people surrounding and uplifting me, I broke away from corporate America and have been life coaching and speaking in public settings since, um, all in the mental health space. So it's just, it's been a dream come true. And if I can just help one person who will then help another person who will then help another person, that's ultimately the mission.
0: Love it. Great story. And thank you for being open with us there. One thing I wanted to pick up on, which it's something I've been thinking about like really recently, not just for my, you know, not just in my own life, but talking to other people as well is this, this idea of listening to yourself a bit more and perhaps instinctively mm. knowing what you want, because on the outside, right, you, you have this really good sales job and you're, you're probably making a lot of money. You're getting to <laughs> lots of opportunities with it. And like logically sometimes the brain has this habit of going, or or the survival brain starts coming in going oh no no no. let's play it safe oh you've got you know you've got a good situation here but actually inside you're not feeling particularly in the heart like you're connected to what you're doing or happy or fulfilled Mm -hmm. how important was it for you to actually listen to that inner voice a lot more rather than what that that mind was perhaps trying to tell you what to do
1: yeah. The cognitive dissonance is real, right? When you're struggling with, and and I'm referring mostly to the addiction piece here, when you're struggling with, an urge and a physical addiction that is so strong within your mind yet you kind of have that pull right in the other direction of what you know really you should probably be doing or what direction you should be going that to me is the definition of torture and insanity and that's what I went through and I would say early on I was lucky enough to start building my village of influence. And one of them was, is a coach of mine still to this day. And he said something to me that just immediately resonated so much with me. And, and what you just asked made me remember it. He, he basically said, just ask yourself, is what you are doing in this very moment getting you closer to your goals? And if the answer is no, then you need to stop you need to redirect, you need to, you know, reevaluate. And if the answer is yes, then by God, like keep pushing forward. And I use that mantra to this day, to help me make decisions in my life to help keep supporting my sobriety. And also, of course, with the individuals that I work with on a daily basis.
0: Mm, Yeah, I love that looking at your are they aligning with your goals um, and where you want to go ultimately? Now, for a lot of us, uh, often actually our goals and what we want is actually quite a difficult thing to to answer and think, right, okay, what is it I want? And most people, uh, you know, the majority of the world, unfortunately, will tell you what they don't want.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> that, that's, that's a different, you know, that's completely different to what you want. I don't want to be in this miserable relationship or this miserable job or... I don't want to be this weight anymore, or I don't want to be unhealthy or whatever. Now, how did you, I mean, someone who's really stuck on what they want to do on life, do you have any, because ultimately that can give you a lot of joy, right? When you're doing yeah. something you love and that, that's key. Um, have you got any guidance or advice for someone who's really stuck on actually where they want to go with their life?
1: Yeah, I would say take, take that goal, take that big goal, write it down. And there's, you know, several steps and ways that you can go ahead and and write it down and and happy to kind of sidebar that conversation, but ultimately just write it down exactly what you want and be as specific as possible. And then I want you to take that piece of paper and tear it up. I'm going to take the piece of paper, take the goal, tear it up and throw it away. And- (laughs) And then I want you to focus on what you can do in this very moment to get you 1% closer, because that's all that matters. And taking that mind shift and, you know, obviously there's a lot more to it than that, but just having that mindset of 1% at a time, tiny habits lead to big goals. Um, a lot of this influence comes from James Clear and Atomic Habits. (laughs) It's just, it's a game changer. It's a complete game changer. Um, that book to me, you know, it's not a mental health book. It's not a sobriety book. It's a business book. Right. But that to me, again, we can take these ideas and apply them to mental health and we're unstoppable.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you brought up uh, Atomic Habits. Great book. It's <laughs> amongst the pile of books. That I want to revisit again. It's definitely, it's definitely up there and uh, yeah, just doing yeah. those, just doing those small steps you can take, but I like what you said about writing down your goal and being clear as specific as possible. That might take a bit of time sometimes to mm-hmm. do, but it's going to be worth it, right?
1: Exactly,
0: so, exactly. So as so someone who's perhaps really re- really in a place where they're really stuck there, perhaps their anxiety is really high, or perhaps they're really down on life, perhaps it's, it can be a combination of both, and obviously, in, in many cases, um, or they're re- you know really struggling to do anything is that some guidance you give them as well in terms of just breaking down into small habits daily as much as possible
1: yeah absolutely I think you know how do you eat an elephant right one bite at a time how do you tackle anything just one small step at a time I think especially with individuals who I work with either in a group setting or in an individual setting who you know most of us come to our personal development journeys not when we think we have it all and when things are going great right we start when we're kind of in that space of struggle and anguish and pain and um uncertainty and i think the biggest thing to understand especially when you're getting started or feeling when you're that low is to understand number one that you're not alone And number two, that you are exactly where you are meant to be. And this Mm -hmm. is all part of the journey, right? I didn't get sober until almost a year into my personal development journey. I didn't even know that I needed to get sober until about six months into my personal development journey. Um, And there were a lot of ups and downs there and a lot of fights and a lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. And that is all part of the journey. It's not about a day one, right? Right it's just about right now
0: yeah living living in the moment I think Mm -hmm. uh for me that that's kind of in the past that's been a reason for unhappiness as well there's like this this massive gap between having the vision which is a good thing knowing Mm -hmm. where you want to go with your life but then actually focusing on how big the gap is between reality and there um, yeah. And a lot like what you're saying about you know doing that one thing each day and knowing where you're meant to be. I think that's what you said as well. And actually, being just focusing on where you are right now and then moving forward with that.
1: Because if you're looking, if you're constantly looking at where you want to be, what you're actually doing is you're putting yourself into a lack mindset, right? You're, you're focusing on what you don't have. If all you're doing is focusing on what's five years from now, 10 years from now, seven figures from now, whatever it is that you're working towards, all you're doing is focusing on what you don't have. And if you're only focusing on what you don't have, you're never going to get there.
0: Yeah that yeah I like you like what you said about the lap mentality as well mm. and I think a word one of the words my some of the words my business and sales coach said was like you've got these goals but focus on the growth rather than the goals for now and I mm-hmm. thought wow that's some mm-hmm. some good words as well so yeah like yeah celebrate
1: the nice. wins right <laughs> like celebrate what you have in this moment so
0: absolutely for sure. Yes. And kind of bringing that point up, obviously, I, you spoke, I just spoke about my coach, you spoke about your coach earlier, and now we're having a conversation, kind of two people in a in a space of personal growth, we absolutely love it. How important for you in, in your journey through things like sobriety and improving your mental health and your general like, enjoyment in life, how important was a community for you?
1: Huge um is the answer I'm a natural introvert so I might kind of appear very buoyant I have a theater background but (laughs) naturally and innately I am an introvert so what that means is that again we're all going to just build our village I talk about building your village of influence and building your toolkit right and you have to do what's going to work for you I have clients that go to AA meetings five out of seven times a week in person right and then you know myself i tend to visit meetings and groups and communities on a you know in a virtual space um and i also know how much time i need to recharge so how much time i need to spend either alone recharging my battery or with my village of influence also charging my battery And I would say that one thing that's important that I've noticed anyway, and and I, I know that I've seen this for many of my clients too, is that it's okay for your village of influence to change people are in our lives for different reasons like people are in our lives for maybe a season maybe a year maybe a lifetime and it's okay to have that change and especially as we're talking about mental health we're talking about sobriety we're talking about changing right like a personal development journey oftentimes we rediscover who we are which means we're changing who we are it's okay that some of the people that maybe were in our life or in our support system maybe aren't anymore. And that can be a really hard pill to swallow. Uh, but it's OK. We're we're all here for mm. different reasons, for different times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a very good point. And because sometimes we think, well, they've been my friend for mm. several years. So, you know, I've got to stick with them. But that friend might be the one who is impacting uh, your your mental health by perhaps have been a bit negative and maybe not even necessarily directly to you, but talking about life in a negative way, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah. So so really like what you said about the the season of change and then kind of leading on from that. Um, and this was this is a Jim Rohn quote, but he <laughs> yeah, and it's the stand guard to the door of your mind as well, and uh, I. I always like that one. And, uh, Tony, Tony Robbins recites that one, obviously learning from him as his, uh, uh, mentor, he learned a lot from Jim Rohn, but Jim Rohn said that for you, how has, has this been an impact for you or your clients in terms of actually what you're consuming? Cause we obviously talk about the the physical diet and, you know, physically when we go out and exercise or eat, well, we're going to feel more energetic or, uh, if, Probably more likely to lose weight and those kind of things, but a mental diet—I've I've always like keen to talk about—and how important is the mental diet for for you in terms of mental health?
1: That is such a cool term, and I've never used it, and I'm going to start using it, and I will quote you. <laughs> I love that. Uh, gosh, I mean, yeah, you have to you have to feed feed your mind in terms of how you know what resources to use where to go what should i be reading how do i influence myself right i like to i like to go with my gut literally um and figuratively and i like to follow rabbit holes so you know i find personally for myself that you know, I will be listening to a podcast or listening to a book on Audible and maybe that podcast is interviewing somebody that I just really kind of click with or resonate with. And then you kind of just like travel down this rabbit hole and just allow yourself to be curious, I guess Mm -hmm. would be, probably the best advice I have. If something sparks an interest in you, allow yourself to be curious curious, and explore that a little bit more. It doesn't mean you're going to become an expert in it. It doesn't mean that, you know, it's going to become your next career uh, or, or, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to change your life. But allowing yourself to be curious and just open your mind to the possibilities of learning something new will allow you the growth that ultimately you're striving for.
0: Mm. Yeah, like that. Listening to going down different routes and seeing what what suits you rather than what you think you should be. Again, in and what right. like we said, right. going with your gut as you began starting off with. Yeah, that,
1: and right. use the mantra. Is this getting you closer to your goals? Well, if I'm listening to something that I know is not a good influence, that's you know, let's pivot, let's change. So,
0: yeah, the mental diet. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but- <laughs> I love it. There, I yeah. love it also, we want to gain weight though in the mental diet right we don't want to lose weight
0: <laughs> yeah it's like the uh the better the better one I like to talk about is the physical the physical gym and the emotional gym that you mm. um you train yourself physically and if you don't go to the physical gym or exercise yeah you're, you're gonna you're, your health's gonna reduce and yeah it's not gonna be as good but emotionally you if you're not training yourself when things get tough it's gonna be much more of an impact on you, so yeah.
1: And you know, that analogy is so great because I think so many of the tools that we have available for mental health and I'm speaking specifically about like mindfulness tools. So whether Mm -hmm. we're, you know, meditating, journaling, visualizing, you know, breathing exercise, all these things. I love that analogy to a gym because sometimes at the end of the day, I don't feel like meditating. I don't feel like doing my breathing. I don't feel like journaling, but there is that level of discomfort that you have to kind of push yourself Mm -hmm. into the same way that we don't always feel like going to the gym. Um, And if we're just able to just kind of like push past that, that, that tiny level of discomfort uh that's when the magic can happen so that's a really cool analogy johnny i like yeah,
0: that absolutely and same with the physical gym you can find something that works better for you like some yeah. of us are on the cross trainer some of us are like lifting weights i'm actually more of the cardio kind of guy um and oh, what kind of guy the cardio kind of guy okay. and <laughs> right. the, the i do like the weights as well but yeah you could have the you know the the, your preference in the physical gym, but you've also got your preferences in the emotional, yeah. maybe you're more of a journaler, maybe you meditate, maybe you do both, maybe you like mm. your walk with mindfulness. So yeah, I like you brought up mindfulness as well. So Louise, our, our time's kind of flown by and I've really enjoyed talking <laughs> to you, but I know we could go on for hours talking and you've actually got a lot of, uh, lot going on that can support people as well. Um, so obviously before we wrap up today, Could you tell us a little bit more about where we can find you and if you've got anything else you'd like to share?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, physically I just moved to Colorado in in the States, which is exciting. This is actually my first uh, call. So I'm I'm talking to you from Fort Collins, Colorado, but I know that our audience is all around the world. So uh, probably the best place to find me is Instagram, which will lead to everywhere else, which is just uh, Louise D Barnett. My name is Louise Barnett. And you know, If you're somebody that listened to this and maybe you are just kind of a little bit curious and and you wanna go a little bit outside of your comfort zone and learn a little bit, you know, something more about something new, I would probably point you in the direction. I just launched a mental health masterclass and it's, I couldn't even begin to tell you the amount that is jammed into these, these classes, but it's basically, you know, for, for something that no, I used to and, and normally do sell it, you know, a more premium value. This is something, again, I want to change minds one mind at a time and I want it to be available for everybody. So it's $27. I can't even believe I'm saying that, Um, but it's a mental health masterclass. Yeah, it's like crazy value. I just want people to learn and grow and expand their minds. And that's exactly what it is. There's, you know, anything from anxiety to stress to self-confidence, like you name it, it's in there. And I I want you to have it. So uh, that's, that's, you'll find information on my Instagram or feel free to reach out to me or Johnny can get you my way as well, but- I'd love to share
0: that with you. Absolutely. Wow. $27. Thanks for doing that, Louise. I mean, (laughs) that's the price of like dinner, going out for dinner. And you know what? You know, you're going to get a lot more for improving your health than you are going out for dinner one night. So yeah. In fact, dinner's a lot more in some cases for going out. Yeah. Maybe
1: McDonald's dinner for two, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like a McDonald's dinner or... Mental Mental health masterclass. So yeah, don't say you got the best of it. So thank you so much, Louise, for offering us that, and also for every for all the uh, insight you've given us today. Such such value. I know we could go on for ages, but I think like, find Your page is full of value, and your masterclass, without doubt, is is going to be full of value as well. So once again, a big thank you for coming on the show today.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I just could talk to you all night, but I know that you are several hours ahead of me. So I'll let you get some rest. (laughs) But thank you. It's been such a pleasure. I appreciate it so much.
0: Yeah, totally. So that concludes our episode for today. And remember, work on your self-confidence every single day.